Hello and welcome to another episode of the Unfinished Cubby podcast. With me today is Stephanie Piper, who is a maker and a 3D modeler. That's uh, kind of the 3D printer of things. 3D printer of things. Yeah, Stephanie, can you, um, th- thanks for coming along this morning. Can you tell us all a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Wonderful to be here. Uh, so uh, my day job is I'm the Community Engagement Coordinator at uh, the University of Southern Queensland. So I'm based out in Toowoomba and my job in a nutshell is to run the library makerspace. So it's a spot where students can come on in, have a go at doing some hands-on making uh, with some of our 3D printers, electronics gear. Uh, we've got a 3D scanner as well, sewing machine, crafting stuff. And so they can put together something that, you know, might be a bit of a passion project or a bit of a but it's something fun to muck around with and they can start to build up like a, a physical portfolio of things. Um, so it's a pretty cool spot, but otherwise outside of my job, um, I'm also the technical co-founder of Elkie education, which is um, like a little company making electronics kits for young girls. Uh, so oh, we've got cool. some soldering kits and that kind of thing. Um, I designed my own circuit boards uh, for those and I'm starting to get really excited about the wearable technology space uh, in that area. Um, some people also may know me from my latest project, which is called the Party Button. Uh, I saw so that on a, um, <laughs> yeah. How did that come about? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so this project is one that um, started out pretty small. So someone, uh, you know, came in one day and said, "Steph, I've got a real walking man traffic light here. Do you want it?" And I was like, "Of course I want it, dude." Like, and so I was like, "Yeah, I need to do something special with this." And so. I tore out all the old green LEDs and I replaced them with rainbow color cycling LEDs and I got really carried away and I um, ended up buying a real traffic light button from AliExpress, hundred bucks and um, (laughs) rigged it up so that when you push the button, it would play uh, Darude Sandstorm and the the light would come on. (laughs) So it was just a bit silly and it was a bit of a a cool example project of what's possible with Arduino. So that's like a Mm -hmm. type of electronics platform that you can write your own code and, you know, build your own little inventions with it. And so with that, someone flicked me the link to Curiosity Art Exhibition, which is like, you know, uh, a big interactive art exhibition that happens every year in Brisbane. And I decided to apply for it with the party button as a prototype. Um, And I said, look, you know, how about you give me some money and I'll make a real decent version of this that's suitable for outdoor display with a full welded metal stainless steel chassis and a few more features than the one that's currently mounted on a PVC pipe and a swivel chair base. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, yeah, anyway, it was an absolute wild adventure to make this thing. It ended up being two meters tall and weighing about 400 kilos because they wouldn't let us bolt it down. We had to sort out our own weights for it. And yeah, I was, I sort of felt a bit out of my depth for quite a lot of the project, but we managed to pull through all right. Awesome. And um, yeah, oh my gosh. I've seen yeah, it on like, the video. It looks super funky. I, um, you, you're yeah. with that. Um, where, where is that now? Where is it parked? Uh, it's in my garage. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So um, yeah, I get to hire it out now. I got to keep it. So right, yeah, I'm pretty cool. excited about um, yeah, bringing it around and having it maybe at different festivals, maybe Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. Vivid Sydney, those kinds of places that might benefit from a giant party button. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, and, and that's, um, I don't know, I was going to say that that's a bit different to your, your core kind of thing, but no, you, you definitely like tinkering with Arduinos and mm. circuits and that kind of thing, obviously. Oh, yeah. 
For sure. But yeah, the project had quite a few dramas along the way as well. So only a week before it was meant to go on display, the engineers got back to me and said, oh yeah, you'll need to put an extra 350 kilos in the base of this to weigh it down. And I was like, oh gosh, where am I going to get this much weight to fit in this tiny space? Yeah. Like, am I going to have to go down to the defense base and grab some spent uranium? which is the big weights they use in helicopters. <laughs> Might have to break into the science department, grab some tungsten cubes. Like, how is this going to work? And yeah, lucky for me, the metal worker came through and said, oh yeah, I'll just cut, cut up some um, 20 mil thick stainless steel plate and stack it up in the base. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, he did that in the weekend before and we were still able to put it on display. <laughs> nice. Cool. Oh gosh. Um, sounds, sounds fun. Sounds like a, yeah, well. <laughs> a, an adventure, like you said. Um, and what are the kits that you do for um, girls, the, the circuits? What, um, what are those? Yeah, what do yeah. they make or what do they get to make? Yeah, so they're a, a little soldering kit. So there's a few different varieties that I've made up. Um, one of them is like, uh, there's a couple that are like little badges where you get to solder on a battery holder and a switch and a couple of LEDs and you make something that you can wear. Mm -hmm. And what's special about these soldering kits is that they actually have a few different colours on them. So normally when you think of circuit boards and making things, like it's just like it's boring green circuit boards all the way. Um, that's what you think of. But they can be quite creative with the process and the colours if you ask them nicely. Mm -hmm. uh, which okay. is nice. <laughs> so um, I traveled to China yeah, right. uh, in August 2019 with my business partner, which is a bit terrifying to think about now because uh, we nearly scheduled it in for November when the Maker Fair was meant to happen. Uh, so, yeah, glad we didn't end up doing that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got out in the nick of time, adventure. Yeah, it yeah, felt yeah. like. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, and we managed to find a factory over there that would do a couple of different colors for us. So it really brings a unique aesthetic that you don't find anywhere else in the realm of learning to solder and learning electronics. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Cool. And, um, yeah, that, what, um, you, like that trip was just simply you, you wanted to make that connection. Were, were you already dealing with them? And or? I think we'd reached out, like, previously, but we wanted to go over there and have a bit of a look. And we'd also... Like at that point in time, we were trying to launch a Kickstarter campaign, which long story short, we, um, you know, we didn't raise enough money and I'm sort of glad that we didn't because I don't think we were quite ready. Um, there's yeah. a, a lot of learnings that have gone into um, the, where we currently are now right. um, and where we're going. Is that also a, some kind of wearable kit um, for Kickstarter? It was, was going to be like a more retail-ready type kit. Um, but in terms of like... We, we didn't have the experience in, you know, making or scaling things properly um, and sort of working closely with the manufacturer at that point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we were sort of still starting out and still really, uh, you know, finding, finding our feet. Um, yeah, for sure. How it all works. Mm. How do you feel now? Is it something that you will revisit with a bit oh, of yeah. experience like, under your belt now? Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like, um, yeah, we still have a lot more to learn, like, especially around... Um, like how to sort of really like um, make the most out of like scaling properly. Like at the moment, some of our kits, we sit down and assemble ourselves because the shipping cost now is too expensive. Like doing a hardware startup is a whole other ball game mm. because the physical product means you have to 
physically manage where it goes and what it does and yeah, yeah. download. Um, so yeah, trying to figure out like the best way to like actually scale the product and you know, whether like we end up like, I really would like to do all Australian. Um, but some of it's just physically not possible with like, there isn't a circuit board manufacturer in Australia. Uh, I think there's only one place that does it and they only do defense application. Yeah, right. Wow. Uh, there's one, one place in New Zealand, but they sort of, they'll be charging four times as much um, as our yeah. current supplier. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, whether we like, I feel like it would make more sense to get the packaging made in Australia because yeah. it's the heaviest thing, right? In an electronics kit. Um, yeah, and, right. And figuring out how we assemble that. And yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's a lot of things to think about. Totally. Yeah. Um, and um, my wife and I, I, I mentioned earlier, um, that that's how you and I first got connected is um, we actually did a Kickstarter where we also did not raise um, everything for it. My wife makes um, toys, little oh. dolls, creatures, yeah. And so we uh, had this Kickstarter around these puzzle puffs and you, you did a 3D print of, um, of the feet because she has always hand sculpted them and so we were looking mm, at mass yeah, they production. Look great. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, but, yeah, we really, um, I remember that, like what a big... Uh, component shipping is and and like there's all kinds of bizarre because some like there's certain things with coming in from China where you don't necessarily pay a whole lot of shipping there's like a favorable kind of trade deal to Mm. encourage exports from there and and then it's so expensive in Australia it's like especially with COVID now as well like with not as many flights going in and out it means that you know anything through DHL or any of your more reliable shippers is more expensive than it would normally be yeah right wow mm. i didn't realize that but yeah no that's a definitely a tricky one with a physical mm. product yeah oh yeah yeah it's tough um but yeah i think like where we're sort of heading anyway is like i'm really excited about the wearable tech space as i mentioned yeah um, so like uh the soldering kits are great and i really love how they've turned out but of course not everyone has a soldering iron at home or is willing to have a hot pen available <laughs> to mm. muck around with in the house mm-hmm. which sure. is fair enough um yeah so like i'm really really keen to have a crack at doing more things that involve like um you know your conductive thread and sewing things um to make something that you know you can wear and it lights up or does something special and, um, yeah i've yeah. on my blog anyway i've got um some prototypes that i've showcased that are machine sewable as well yeah, which right, okay. are pretty exciting. Uh, so currently, like, the standard in industry for, like, doing maker wearable technology stuff is hand-stitching um, with, like, the big, A big LED plastic that thing. have, like, the big sewable tabs on them, yeah, like the lily yeah. pad range. Yeah. And, yeah, teaching a class or, like, even with adults, not just kids, um, is a real adventure because you soon figure out whether someone has learned sewing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be quite frustrating trying to learn sewing and circuits at the same time. And you really want to cut out any frustration that you can yeah. um, in the learning experience. And so making something that mach- that's machine sewable means that it's a bit more accessible to professionals as well as just like the hobbyist who wants to make something quick and know that it's going to work. And what what level of creativity does um, someone have with these kits? Like, uh, what what can they do? Yeah, well, I'm hoping that these sellable ones 
you can just use for anything you would like. So if you want to like chuck on some, some lights onto your, the end of your, your skirt or something, and then head out to a festival and light up the night or whether you just want to put it on a bag so that you can find someone in a crowd or whether you want to chuck them on a hat, you know, um, right. all that kind of stuff. And, 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 and various kind of sequencing of, of how they flash and turn on and that kind of thing. And is, is that all kind no. of preset by you or? What, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the LEDs have the, the sequence programmed in them already. Oh, gotcha. so there's okay. no coding involved, no microcontrollers, yep. just pure LEDs that you connect to a power source. Okay. Um, cool. So we really want to make it easy. And a lot of the coding in Arduino stuff, I think while it's great to have that level of control, it's certainly not where a beginner um, is at sure. um, in terms of yeah. like just understanding how a circuit works in general. Yeah. So it's more of a funky fashion than a, fashion. Than a, than a maker thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Um, hey, how long did you, is it Toowoomba? Is that where you said that you are at the yeah. university? Yeah. How long have you been there? Is that your base? Oh, yeah. So I've been working here for four years. I originally okay. yeah. studied here as well. And at the moment it is very cold. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, today walking home felt like I was getting a brain freeze just being outside. Why? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's, yeah. I, I it, it's a good spot though. Cool. Yeah. And it sounds like a bit of a dream job for you. Too. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Being able to, you know, muck around all day with students on interesting projects is, yeah, it's not where I expected to go, but yeah, absolutely love it. I originally studied Bachelor of Science, did my honours year in vaccine development and wow. did a year of a PhD in 3D printing body part space type stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, ended up becoming president down at Brisbane Hackerspace. Okay. Like a big anarchy makerspace run uh -huh. by the community in Brisbane. Open 24 hours a day and you can rock up and use, you know, 3D printing, electronics, woodworking, metalworking, welding, blacksmithing, automotive, whole range of gear. Is that attached to the library there, the National mm, Library? That's the edge you're thinking of. It is the edge I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Brisbane Hackerspace is like a community run one. Okay, cool. And, um, yeah, when I... Yeah, I sort of got really involved down there and loved it. And then when I heard that my old little uni that I studied at was putting together a little library makerspace, I made sure to travel up and sit the ladies down and tell them how to do their job. And then they sent me the job ad. And, uh, yeah, I was very lucky to be in the right place at the right time, I think, yeah, with no, those kinds of opportunities. That's fantastic. I, it mm. always makes me feel happy when I see people who are following their passion 100% and actually have a day job that is completely in there as well. I think mm. that's a, a kind of a rare thing and it's a yeah. Uh, yeah, wonderful thing. Mm. Yeah. I never expected to have, yeah, this level of creativity like in, in a job this early on in my career for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of exciting new jobs out there. I think that people can sort of build around what they're interested in. I think that's a good cool. point. It, it's, mm. it's totally a new time. There's um, mm -hmm. and, and also it's so much easier than ever before for people to create their own um, businesses and their own jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. And so um, how do you kind of split your week between the work you're doing there at the university and, and the work on your own business? And what, what else do you do? Uh, yeah. Holy. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah. I sort of don't really have that much work-life balance, to be honest. Like, I feel like I'm just go a hundred percent of the time, which sort of looking at it is probably maybe not as healthy, but 
I don't know. I just feel like I have so much energy all the time to pour into this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I'm always really excited about working on new things and it sort of never gets uh, old because like with the 3d printer, of course, it's not about the technology. It's about what you're doing, what you're making with it. And there's always different things to be making um, in different ways. You can evolve your skills and teach others and build cool things. And yeah, like I've started to, I suppose, take a bit of a, like a, a backseat and I've started to socially catch up with some buddies and play some games in the evenings. Okay, cool. It's been yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, Computer games. Yeah. Yeah. But nice, yeah, yeah, otherwise, yeah, I'm sort of a bit of a maniac and I, I, I think personally I need to start saying no <laughs> to sure. projects and being a bit more realistic about um, self-care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, there's yeah. there's something though I think um, uh, like people who are entrepreneurs and people who are techies um, that kind of yeah just being stuck in it and 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 just being you know going all night because you want to see a problem through oh, and you're, yeah. you're loving it and go, yeah, they're, they're, yeah yeah they do go That's together hundred percent yeah can't go to yeah. sleep if I've got a cool idea that I've latched on I'm like oh, I've got to think about all the threads of this yeah cool. really explore it. Yeah, sitting in yeah. bed with the notepad being like, mm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. And do you, do you plan stuff out on paper first? Yeah. yeah like, I love yeah. Uh, my notebook. Um, got all my technical diagrams in there. I'm, I'm preparing to run um, a couple of two day workshops over the school holidays for some school students. And I'll be teaching them about my journaling process with that. Um, yeah, okay, cool. They all get their own little journal to take home. Sweet. Can you tell me anything about that now? Oh yeah. Um, so like I really like the idea of some of the design thinking processes that Sophie Wong talks about. So she did a great video where she um, shows herself doing a journal that has like, like a dozen boxes on it. And so for example, if you want to think about like a, a few different ways of doing a project, um, it's better if you don't latch on your first idea and you fully explore the possibilities of how it could go. So, for example, with your Kickstarter project, all the little creatures, you could be sketching in a dozen looking, different looking creatures and then go and refine your ideas from there rather than just thinking, oh, yes, that's the first thing I'll do, sure. uh, you know, and latching yeah. on that. Um, yeah. So that's one of the techniques I'm keen to teach the kids. Cool. Um, but, yeah, you really need to have some kind of a thing where you write things down because once you start 3D printing things out and writing measurements and scaling things as well, I always forget the numbers. Like I need to write them down somewhere. Otherwise sure. I'll come back to a project and be like, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. And so that's kind of um, like, that's a mind map of, of what's possible and what you might do. And then presumably you kind of layer onto that, the um, practical considerations of, of what you're wanting to achieve. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And especially when you're chatting to people and meeting people all the time, you've got to write down, like there's always so many great leads you get from speaking to different people about the problems you have and the ideas and yep, you've got to, you got to stay on top of it. Yeah. Cool. Um, what else do, what did, uh, cause we messaged on LinkedIn. What else are we going to talk about? I said, what, what's a perfect day for you? What's a perfect day. Yeah. Uh, I sleep in until 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I've gone to bed at 2 a.m. <laughs> Bill Gates has landed in a helicopter on my driveway and he says, here's 
a billion Bitcoin. Go and build a giant <laughs> makerspace. <laughs> okay, sort of yeah. outside of the more less less ridiculous space. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like a perfect day for me is probably when I feel like I've gotten a lot of things done. Um, yeah, I feel like being productive and having a positive impact on people, like that sort of combination of things is probably uh, my, my perfect day type, type material. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You feel, feel good when you're achieving and, mm. and teaching as well. Yeah. 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 And so, do you, yeah. at the university there, do you have a bit of a, um, what, what's your makerspace like? How, is there a, a, a large group of students that you've, you've got that are into it or, or do you wish that there was more? Um, yeah, it's a bit of a tricky balance. At the moment, we've got a bit of a smaller space because the building that I'm in is undergoing some big renovations. So we've had to move locations out of the way of the construction. Um, and yeah, especially with COVID as well. Um, Pre-COVID, the makerspace was full. Like during peak hours, like you just couldn't fit anyone else in there. Um, and yeah, we still get quite a few regulars come by the space, um, which means I get to like... Uh, spend some good time making sure that like, you know, people are starting to refine some of the more advanced skills mm-hmm. um, around, you know, 3D printing projects and all that kind of stuff. And do people have like long-term projects that they're kind of working on there come in each day or a couple of times a week and move that yeah. forward? Yeah. If they're doing like a post-grad, you know, PhD or honours, uh, they tend to do that. But generally the types of projects that I see people doing are a bit of fun. But it's something that's a bit, you know, not necessarily part of their studies. Um, and I, I really encourage that level of play. You know, if you just mm-hmm. want to come in and print Baby Yoda, oh, I love it, you know? <laughs> totally. Like, you, you really yeah. got to have that level of play and fun to uh, properly enjoy something. And then you can start to think about more serious things now that you have understand what's involved. You understand the workflow mm-hmm. around how to build that particular thing. Um, yeah, that's when you're going to start to really succeed and start really seeing some some decent portfolio projects that you could show a potential yeah. employer, you know, turn into some kind of a hardware startup. Um, so, yeah, you really need to have a sandbox space before you have, you know, the building of things. For sure. Yeah. Um, on that, uh, something else I was going to ask you about is, like, you, you are starting to appear in the media a bit with, um, you know, the funky traffic light and, and, oh, and various yeah. other projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how's that feel? Oh, it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> so I recently edited together a showreel that you, you probably saw. I saw it. That, that's what prompted yeah. me to reach out to you again now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's a, a montage of every time I've made it into the local news over the, probably the last three years or so. And honestly, I started trying to edit it myself. And I just hated watching myself that much. And I was like, no, I'm just going to pay someone to do this on Fiverr. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Cool. I was um, like, good, oh, good choice. It's a great, great montage. cringing too hard. At, uh, oh, really? It's me. Oh. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I'm one of those people that don't, doesn't like to sort of watch themselves as much. Um, sure. But yeah. yeah, he's done a fantastic job of it. And I asked mm. him to put in the, um, the ABC News remix by Pendulum. And yeah, it's really just made, made it absolute fire, uh, which is pretty great. ABC News remix by Pendulum. What what, what is that? Is, that's a... the, the track that's in the start of it. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. yeah right. Okay, cool. Yeah, it plays off the news theme that's going on. Yeah, okay, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All 
All right. Um, look, and I'll, I'll get you, please um, send me through, if you would, um, the, the links of that and, and your, your website and anything like that. And I'll, I'll ensure, I'll, like, I'll make sure I've got those links. Yeah, yeah. The video's up on my website now. Um, so, yeah. That Piper, what's your... Yep. So I'll, it's Piper3D.com. Piper3D, 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 Piper3D.com. Piper3D.com. Yeah. And um, the electronics okay. company as well is Elki Education, uh, which is elki.com.au. It's uh, some alternative spelling as well. So it's E L K E I. Just chuck those in the chat for you. Awesome. Sweet. Um, look. Say, yeah, I, th I think, I, I, I think that's, is, is there anything else that you would like to add and share to um, budding makers or anyone? Yeah, um, if any of you uh, would like to come by and have a bit of a look and have a chat uh, at the Toowoomba Makerspace, uh, if you ever find yourself in the area, feel free to pop in and have a chat. Uh, send me an email first if you like. And yeah, you're welcome to come by and have a look and um, have a chat about any projects that you might be doing and might need some advice on. Very happy to help out. And yeah, always love uh, new makers and people who are, you know, having to go in that space. We love to see it. Awesome. Hey, Stephanie, thank you so much for having a chat with me today. Um, no worries. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it was a real pleasure. And um, I'll send this through to you when it's up. Too easy. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye. There we go. Cool. Hey, thanks for meeting with me. No worries. Happy to chat. Cool. I, um, I did, uh, so I started this podcast sort of this year and, um, you very early on you were have been on my list of people to reach out to oh really uh, yeah really um and to be honest i'm not exactly sure why like i, I had to go back um now because we were introduced by darcy yeah 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 you did a 3d print of um a fuzzle puff foot uh, oh, that yeah. project yeah that was a while ago wasn't it yeah yeah that was, yeah a couple of years ago yeah Small world hey yeah, totally. Yeah, because um, I feel like I'm aware of you. Do you do some STEM stuff as well for girls? Yeah, yeah. Do you do, like, That's right. Yeah, you do like workshops. Mm. And, yeah, so I haven't actually, um, I've, I've got three girls and I haven't actually oh. um, brought them along, but it's been my intention to. That's kind of why you're... Oh, what ages are they? Uh, so 12, 8 and 5. Oh, bless. Yeah. That's lovely. Um. So, should we just uh, go ahead and start? Are yeah, you, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, well, um, I'll do an introduction and then we'll just see where we go. Yeah, cool. Easy right. as. Cool. Okay, so I actually haven't done an episode in a couple of weeks. <laughs> You're doing like, well. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it goes like this. Uh, 